Are you struggling to get your project off the ground? Is the term research a dirty word? Need help finding more resources? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast brought to you by the Center for Nursing Inquiry. I'm here today with Holly Farley. Holly, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Elizabeth. Thanks for having me. Hey, Holly, can you introduce your role to the podcast listeners? Yeah, sure. I am the nursing coordinator for clinical quality. And in that role, I work with the CNI as the um, quality improvement piece of our triad of QI, EBP, and research. Excellent. I love that description, our little tripod, yeah. EBP, QI, <laughs> research. Great. So Holly's our QI stool leg. I am the research program coordinator, and many of you listening may already know Maddie Whalen, our EBP coordinator for that stool leg. All right. Mm -hmm. So today we're talking about another fun topic, and this one's really relevant because many nurses go out and present their projects um, at events, at you know summits, like the safety summit or conferences, all these kinds of things. And We've talked about posters in the past, but today we're going to talk about how to put together a podium presentation. Do, mm -hmm. do, do. I think <laughs> when people hear podium, they're like, oh my goodness, I'm not going to, I don't want to speak. I can't speak in front of a crowd. So it is true. I mean, some folks may prefer posters over podiums. Um, it's less intimidating to be in front of that big room. However, I was with the research scholars cohort um, recently, and I asked the group who likes to present. And three or four hands shot up immediately like I want to talk so there are <laughs> nurses out there who would love to give a podium presentation now Holly right. I've been to a lot of conferences I've listened to a lot of presentations some very good some mediocre and some I am bored I, I can't follow the speaker my eyes are heavy and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to get out of this room. <laughs> so <laughs> um, let speak to the audience about like, first off, your overarching impressions of podium presentation. Yeah, I think we can all relate to being in the audience of an excellent, excellent presentation and one where, you know, it's not, not the best. You're falling asleep, like you're saying. So some tips with that is really don't read off the slides. One thing that um, I know Elizabeth mentioned this before, people really can't read and listen at the exact same time. So if you want them to be reading something on your slides, then give, give them a moment, stay quiet actually for a moment and have them read it or just have an image that you can actually speak to. Um, and the talking points that you're saying are supported by the image or graphic that you're showing. So along with those lines of not reading off the slides, you really want to utilize bullets or lists, not having paragraphs of information on your slides so the audience can easily read along and um, engage in what you're saying. And then font size goes along with that as well, because if your font's too tiny and the audience can't read it, then the, and that's usually an indicator that you have way too much on this one slide if your font size is too small. And then to break it up, of course, you can use graphics, like we were saying, um, that you can speak to or that relate to it. And white space it is important. We talked about how white space is important on posters, but it is on podiums as well. You don't want your slides to be, you know, with too much going on. And then another great way to keep your audience engaged is utilizing things like Kahoot or Poll Everywhere, even old-fashioned hand-raising if you're worried about the technology in the room to get the crowd engaged in what you're talking about. 
Great tips, Holly. I mean, you're right. I think the first, the biggest, biggest problem we see with podium presentations are the lecturers, the presenters, you know, the person at the podium reading. So please, 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 anyone listening to this podcast, just commit to avoiding reading off your slides going forward. And I loved all your tips, Holly. Back to the final tip about audience engagement. We really are in a world of information overload. And if you're just standing there like a talking head, talking at a group for 45 minutes, they're likely going to disengage and start mm -hmm. looking at their cell phones or doing other things. You really need to remember adult learning has shifted and you yep. need to engage the audience in your presentation. I love it. Okay. So thank you for those strategies for like the generic look and feel of how to get a good podium presentation going. But let's say I've never given a talk. I'm, I'm a little worried about getting started. What are some ways or what are some resources even that we have? Um, how can people get begin with podium presentations? Well, in general, when you're actually submitting an abstract because you want to be a podium presenter at the conference or event or summit that you're going to, there's generally an abstract outline that you have to follow to um, actually submit. So that would include like your introduction, your maybe methods, conclusion, those kinds of things. So I would recommend as you're filling out that abstract, you save everything you're typing in a Word document separately with those headers because a lot of times the headers that you're using in your abstract can actually translate into a podium presentation. And you know, you can have one or two slides for each of those headers. So definitely save your abstract so you can utilize that as your template. Um, if if um, you know, there's a contact person for the conference or event, shoot them an email and see if they have a template already available that you can follow for the podium presentation because a lot of times that they are available and instead of starting with a blank PowerPoint, you can have a guide of where to start. So another thing, um, the CNI, we have a workshop once a year on dissemination and a piece of that is actually putting together a podium presentation. So if you're in that phase of your project, you're ready to start sharing it, you think in um, the late summer, early fall, then come join our workshop. It's on July 29th from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. and you can register in workforce management. We'll have hands-on tips and tricks and um, we can walk you through putting together that project into a podium. And then another thing I want to point out is you can actually look at examples. Internally at JHH, you can look at our the Scholars Day website, which is under on the nursing intranet under professional practice, and then you can click on professional programs and scholars day. And from there you can view past podium presentations that have been done to get an idea of how you want yours to look like. And then finally, as far as being that person standing up in front of the crowd, giving your presentation, look up some great TED Talks so you can look at what you like about the person talking, what you don't like, what you wanna to wish to incorporate into your project, podium presentation because there are a lot of really awesome TED Talks out there and that's just someone standing up talking to you about a topic and they can be really engaging and sometimes not so much. So getting tips and tricks from uh, uh, other people that you're seeing can be really helpful. Right, exactly. As you were giving that 
piece of advice about like Googling for other talks to watch. I mean, even as you are attending future conferences, everyone out there, like as you're attending and you're sitting in the audience, sure, you're there to get the content for whatever conference you're at, but maybe kind of be like that secret shopper and take some side hand notes about like, okay, I really like the style, like how she presented that, or really like how he used that tool to get the audience to like partner up or something. So mm-hmm. my point is like when you're at a conference, sure, you're learning the specific like educational information, but start to view podium presentations with that eye of, okay, how would I want to take what I liked and how would I want to remove what I didn't like for my future talks? Um, yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. So closing up, any other tips? Like if you're up there with your presentation, what else would you recommend the listeners do? Well, definitely after any presentation, be available for questions. There's always somebody that has a question about your topic. So being available and encouraging folks to ask ask questions after your presentation. And then it's also really nice if you um, can prepare business cards or handouts or something that you want to hand out to your audience. And then it's great on your last slide to have an email address where people can contact you if they wanna reach out. And then one final tip for any kind of podium, Go practice, 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 practice. Find a mentor, someone that you know will give you honest feedback before you have to actually present in front of other people. Practice and see things like how long it's going to take, how you're doing, reading off your slides, making sure your note section looks good, and just practicing to get feedback from your trustee colleague. I love that tip, Polly, and I would even expand it a little bit further. I've done this when I was preparing talks. Um, I actually did this exact thing, so it's going to sound really silly, but I practiced the talk by myself in front of a mirror first uh, in my own home office because, I mean, if this is the first time delivering the content, you want to be comfortable with saying it out loud, and so I practiced in front of a mirror and then practiced, you know, with some colleagues when I wanted to get that feedback, but it's always an option to record. I even Here's another one I used to do. I would record myself and then listen to the tape playing in a car like while I was driving just to be like oh gosh I didn't like how that came out that way you know and just (laughs) saying it better so just we've got tons of resources tons of ideas um everyone who's listening feel free to reach out we are on Facebook at the Johns Hopkins Center for Nursing Inquiry it is a private closed group so you have to request access we have an email address nursinginquiry at jhmi.edu we are on Instagram we are on YouTube we've got this podcast so there's no reason why you cannot reach out and get some help from your colleagues so thanks for tuning in and Holly thanks for being here today Thanks, Elizabeth. We'll see you again next time.